with your host, Bill Lundgren, an AINC original podcast. We're not holding back truth. We're here to help you heal and become the best you possible. Here's the chair. Here's the pillow. Here's Bill. One of the, one of the uh, issues, certainly in the field of, of therapy, we talk about all or nothing, nothing thinking. And I think... Mm. I think that is one of the biggies for uh, for any of us, but particularly when you know, we move from one state, which is sighted, to blindness, you know, then we say, oh, it's the end of the world. And part of your job is to instill some hope, I would imagine. Yeah. And, you know, the, these wonderful resources and support groups are part of that, are, are the bigger part of that, probably. And, you know, just... And I know how to connect people with that. So, yes, I can meet them where they are. We can talk about the emotions and then starting to educate people or, or tune them into all these tremendous resources. It can really help people feel more oriented and more, you know, supported. So that is good. And, you know, again, I'm so grateful for all that I've learned over the years and for, you know, insights, amazing services and AINC, you know, because it those I, when I can connect people with things like that, I know they're going to feel a lot better and and make headway. Do you have people who resist being with other blind people because they have such a negative feeling about their own blindness? Um, no. Okay. Um, which I'm, I'm glad to say, I I do I have encountered a few who were um more immersed in the difficult emotions um, and didn't want to talk about them, talk about it or with me. Um, A couple of whom I, I think psychotherapy was more what they needed or, or they just weren't ready or, or it wasn't what they chose to do. Mm -hmm. So that happened. You know, may, or maybe it wasn't a good fit or something like that. So that that happens. And I'm totally respectful of what people need and want and where they are. So I'm always, you know, some if people need to try something else, I totally understand. So you make yourself uh, you open if they decide at a later date, okay, now I'm ready. Or, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or if they want, you know, yeah. if you see them once and then uh, then you don't hear from them, uh, do you go out and check in on them, or you're just uh, uh, I don't mean go out, but I mean tel- make a telephone call, just touching base or whatever, so they they know that you're open to them, but not necessarily going to pursue them, uh, you know, with a uh, fishing net. Yeah. Um, no, I, we always have the discussion that they can always call me again and get back in touch with Insight or me. Um, I haven't checked back in, but Insight has a process of, uh, you know, checking in with folks regular, you know, if 
a couple few months and then later. So that would be the way we would. I um, see. Okay. Kind of check in. Right. Right. But in terms of, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. so the people, you know, some people will fall through uh, the cracks regardless of what we do, but at least there's a fighting chance that you let them know that you're there or insight is there uh, in in being able to uh, follow through and say, you know, you can, you know, it's up to you to uh, reach out to us uh, whenever you need it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And family members have sometimes gotten in touch with Insider, me too, um, and then we I might check directly in with the person, but yeah, there's always an open door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's always, you know, we get people from another state or something that we can, um, we help people find res- the resources they need. Now, are there other coaches around the country? Because, you know, anybody in the country can uh, uh, tune in to the podcast and, and do, but are there other coaches? Because I know there are business coaches and so forth, and they have a certification program and all that. I've never heard of, of you know blindness coaches having any kind of certification, but uh, I would hope uh, that, that people like you can be found in a number of places, but do you know that? I did Google because I wondered that too, and I did, there are some, um, and I couldn't even name all the organizations at the moment. And there, some um, rehab centers have like counselors on staff, and then I have encountered a couple coaches just looking around on the internet. So yes, there are not many. Yeah, I didn't you know, think there were many. Michael Stone. Mm-hmm. You're a rare Michael breed. Stone and Bolton. And yet it makes yeah, so much, it makes so yeah. much sense that you should be that there should be far more coaches than we have. We're lucky to have you and your team here in uh, in this area. But because I think that that well, from my own experience, you know, we don't pay attention to the emotional life. We do the practical stuff, the you know, cane mobility training or, uh, you know, learning Braille or whatever it is. But in terms of how it feels, unless people are able to be in a support group, you know, that group that hasn't found a support group yet, but is out there isolated and with all kinds of image of what it means, uh, the negative in- images of, of being blind, you know, they they need mm. to have somebody, people like you, to to go to and not feel stigmatized because they, you know, a lot of people feel a stigma in going to a therapist. Yeah, and and if a therapist doesn't have experience with vision loss, sometimes it's hard for them to totally understand. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I I'm really glad that um, you know. Denny Moyer, um, the director of Insight, like, and I and Michael Stone, like, had that conversation because Denny really valued this, the idea of having a co- the coaches address all these other issues. Mm-hmm. Um, the people, you know, even, even if you're, and even beyond the emotional part, everybody's got such a unique experience 
and you know it's it's new to them totally new to them so i can hear like where they are and what resource they might need at that point in time so that just given my years of experience in the low vision and blindness field so same with michael stone you know we can both we're we're attuned to this whole field and all the resources and to the the emotional impacts so just helping people each individual find their own way through it yeah, and it's less threatening than uh, therapy or, or even or just being out there by yourself because it's, it is a, a process of getting used to uh, knowing that other people. Well, let me back up a minute. To go to a support group can be very in- intimidating to people, but yeah. talking with you one on one can be the bridge then to say, oh, there are other people that I ought, you know, that I, I can't, I don't have to be afraid of this thing about me. And in fact, if I talk to other people uh, who are blind, I might learn something. But, you know, somehow it, it feels that you're the bridge to help people to to make that uh, shift, if you will, because we don't hang around blind people if we're not blind. Or at least we we think we yeah. won't. But and then when we need need some, we can't find them. I certainly didn't didn't know of any support groups in my in in the city where I was living. So I had to just learn learn on the uh, on the fly. And I'm not sure how perfectly I learned all the the tricks of the trade, so to speak. I'm constantly running up against things that. Uh, you know, of all that I have to check with other people, say, hey, well, you know, how do you do this? Because it all feels so, so, so foreign. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, there's so little information out there, you know. So, and Insight's unique and it's in depth occupational therapy, you know, along with the low vision um, eye doctor services, you know, assessments. Um, so, they give such in-depth help, and then the coaching team can provide in-depth help as well. You know, I'm really grateful because I feel like I can really, you know, I've got the background and knowledge to really tune people into what can be of tremendous help to them. There's such great resources, but you don't have any idea. You don't know what people will say. I didn't know what questions to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, how, how would you know? Exactly. You don't learn in elementary school about, or or anywhere else. You know, we learn about a little bit about like how to protect our hearts. You know, or, right? Our teeth, or whatever. But we don't understand how to adapt to these types of changes in our lives. That's right. That's right. We don't don't. You know, there isn't a book we can pick pick up and has all the answers for us. We have to find them out if we find yeah. them out at all. And what a surprise. Oh, I can do this, you know, and that's that's really part of what I think is our job, whether it's uh, Audio Information Network or you or me or people who say, oh, we don't have you don't have to isolate. You don't have to uh, have other people uh, do everything for you and feel helpless. Uh, There are ways that you Mm. can do it. But, you know. Blind people just aren't out there. Or people with blindness, we know they're out there, 
but it's like, how do we get people to understand we're just like everybody else except for this this one difference? Yeah, it, yeah. People don't have intimate knowledge until they know somebody or mm-hmm. go through it themselves. So it is a it's a real unknown <laughs> for the society, let alone us, when we go through it. Well. You know, again, uh, I didn't mean to talk so much about myself, but as a therapist, I go to these workshops and I'm the only blind person that's there. 300 people, I'm the only one. And a lot of times I'm the only person with a disability. Occasionally there'd be somebody in a wheelchair, but I say, well, there's got to be other blind people out there. Where are they? And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm finding out, but you know this is this is a this is a problem with every group so someone who's newly blind that's all they all they experience oh i'm going to be the only one wherever i go yeah, yeah. which isn't probably accurate mm-hmm. given the high rates of macular degeneration and uh, you know glaucoma yes yes diabetic neuropathy mm-hmm. yeah people try to pass i don't yeah, it can feel lonely, that's for sure. And something that our society needs to talk about and educate on more. <laughs> well, if there uh, anybody in our listening audience want to uh, uh, find out more or at least, uh, you know, get information and resources or even to come, uh, where do we call, where, you know, where is... Uh, the Insight Office. Yeah, they can call the Insight number at um, 970-407-9999. So, you know, people, we have satellites too, so um, people will probably just want to call that main line to, to see where they can be seen or, um, you know, Sometimes there, we're, we're, our team is going to a, you know, another site altogether in another city. Mm-hmm. So the, the um, office is in the, the headquarters is in Fort Collins. We have an office in Greeley too. Yeah, and people can access the coaching before the services too if they want it. It is um, something that's. Free if people live in Colorado and they're over fifty-five through through um, federal funding. So, in other words, somebody could, if they're not ready for the rest of the insight uh, services, they could just say, you know, I, I like the idea. I, I I listened to the podcast and like the idea of coaching. Can I uh, get put on the uh, uh, on a an appointment list? That is a possibility. Yeah, yeah. And um, it gives them a chance to see if they might want to go through the assessment and training and help right. from Insight, too, that provides a lot of flow t- vision tools, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so how much involvement would people have in Insight, like once a once a week, once a day, you know, uh, to go th- oh. complete the whole process. Sometimes it's just one visit, and then if people have vision changes or or they would check in at you know a year, sometimes there's a, a visit at the office and then a visit at you know at home. 
with the, the occupational therapist might bring some equipment and set it up and teach somebody how to use it or, or assess the home and help with various tasks, you know, tasks and tools at home. Um, so it depends on where some, where somebody is um, and what they need. Sometimes there might be several occupational therapist visits at home. It's, it definitely varies, but people, if they have a lot of a large change in their vision, they can see the team again. Uh, so, you know, the admin people at uh, NSIGHT are outstanding at communicating and, and facilitating, you know, the, the, the services, you know, connecting people with the right services hmm. and scheduling them. And all of this is free or is there a, a, a copay or anything? Or does it depend on the particular service uh, that they receive? It depends on the service. The assessments, there is a fee for. Sometimes the insurance covers it. Sometimes there's funding depending on where someone lives mm -hmm. um, and the time of year. Uh, so, you know, so it it, it depends. But the Insight staff will, will handle billing for people, and people can check in and find out how much their insurance will cost. Uh, I see. Okay. Will cover, I should say. Right, right. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Okay, but your service, uh, uh, I've got the impression, is free. Yeah, if people go through and if people go through Ansight and they do have to be fifty-five or over, right. mm -hmm. there is a fee if, if they're under that, which is something we kind of negotiate out mm -hmm. if they're if they're under fifty-five. Yeah. So, if somebody wants to call that number and then be able to, and sort of, and it's it's within an area that's comfortable for them for one of the offices, then they can also check, you know, how much will it cost or uh, for the initial assessment, and then see where it goes from there, and in that way they get, you know, they get the kind of service that they probably need. And I don't know if you go out or, or any of your people go out to do training of professionals who may come in contact with some of your clients, uh, which I, which is a thing I, you know, I do some training of at the uh, Denver Center for the Performing Arts of all the, the box office staff and the ushers. So they know what, how to be comfortable and work with uh, people who have blindness. But, I go to the doctor's yeah. office and I have to teach every time I go there, I have to teach the nursing staff how to uh, guide me around the office or have the dog follow rather than they're taking over. No. It's that kind of thing that it's education, not just your, what you're doing with uh, uh, your, your client, but the general education that we have to do for the, the greater public about, okay, how do you treat somebody with blindness? Certainly not to coddle the way that, or, or become fearful the way that uh, a lot of people are. Yeah, that's so important. Um, Insights occupational therapists do sometimes go, you know, um, if there's a assisted living or independent living center that wants education to make things ex more accessible, um, you know, in terms of print, pub, like a newsletter, calendar, or um, hallways and dining areas, mm -hmm. they advise on that. 
and they can do education of staff. Um, so yeah, and Insight does outreach in some of those areas, Good. those types of settings as well. Community education, you know, education at senior centers or, yeah. That's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, that, and maybe all of us in the field have to know about uh, those kinds of resources uh, so that we can't do something. That's, you know, we can find somebody who can do the, the kind of education of the sighted community. We've got people available to do that. Well, this has been great, Linda. I really appreciate you coming on Blindside. And uh, would you repeat the number for Insight again for us? Yeah, it's 970-407-9999. Okay. So that's how somebody can reach you, reach uh, Insight. And we hope that yes, uh, that people will... Uh, keep that in mind and uh, certainly uh, hopefully at some point we might have a chance to have you on again but thank you very much for being with us today and the listeners thank you for uh, tuning in and listening if you have any questions or suggestions you want to make for Blindsight uh, contact us at the Audio Information Network and Uh, Have a great rest of the week. Thank you.